is Jennifer at No Label Brewery, and you're listening to Drink of Ages Radio Show with John Denman. Come out to No Label seven days a week and join us for some badass beers on tap. Don't forget to visit our website at nolabelbrew.com for all events happening at our brewery. Hope to see you soon. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, this is Drink of Ages Radio Show. I am your host, John Denman. DJ Muskratch is the producer. We are here sitting at Drink of Ages Pub. Always drinking the good beer, having a good time. And this episode of Drink of Ages is brought to you by our friends over at Sierra Nevada in their Oktoberfest. And actually, Gus, tell us about Oktoberfest. Yeah, thank you, John. We've partnered with Bavaria's Weinstefan, the world's oldest brewery, for this American take on the classic German Oktoberfest. A malt background is balanced by subtle hop character and this subtle, clean, crisp, and drinkable crowd pleaser. Nothing captures the spirit of celebration like a beer amongst friends. Prost. Prost. So our guest this week, our guest this week on Drink of Ages uh, here on ESPN is Southern Yankee Beer Company. We have Alex Porter and Sydney Porter. Brother, sister, combo. New brewery opened up on the north side of town, 45, 1960 area. And, I mean, it's great because there is nothing else anywhere beer close. Beer desert, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, there's a lot of stuff over there. Hooters. There's, there's <laughs> Hooters, yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, I mean, there's not really. Yeah, I was sitting there actually thinking about that. I mean, even heading north, it takes a little while to you get to, like, a hop scholar. That's, but that's at Rayford. Yeah. Uh, Man, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, that's one of the reasons we chose that location. I mean, other than the, you know, reasons we needed that particular building, I mean, there's just not a lot in that central area on the north side. I mean, you got to drive uh, to Bearded Fox or Ingenious or all the way up to Conroe. I mean, so we, we wanted to kind of fill that little niche in Houston. Uh, no, it's a great place for for a brewery, man. There's a lot of a lot of people live up there, and there's just not even humble. Other than Ingenious opened up, yeah, yeah, Back Pew, mm-hmm. just a little north there, but mm-hmm. uh, still, 1960s to get from 45 to 59 sometimes can take a really long yeah. time. And that's yeah. when you have a beer. That's right? when you stop, <laughs> and yeah, yeah you go like, buy some. Southern Yankee. We, we, we've been, I mean, floored by, like, the, there, there's two guys in particular. I won't call them out, but, like, they, they live in the neighborhood across the street. Yeah. And they're like, hey, guys, I've been waiting for you to open. Uh, you don't even have to pay me. I will work for beer, you know, do, I'll volunteer at your brewery. And you're like, um, hey, there's four of us, so yes, please. Yeah, come on, come the, on. The best customers to have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Super supporters. Yeah. Hey, guys, you uh, ever washed a keg? Yeah. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Hey, you ever scrub some floors? Because it's really fun. Oh, man, it's so you good You like time. yeast on your shorts. Because it happens. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's some good help. <laughs> The, the best kind. Yeah. yeah the, the, I mean, just the culture around, I mean, this industry generally, but also in Houston, you got this Southern hospitality thing. 
you know, one of the things about us is, you know, the reason we're called Southern Yankee, we, we grew up all over the country. And, uh, you know, Sydney learned how to brew in Connecticut before coming down here. And, uh, you know, I, I, I lived all over the place. You know, we, we, the reason we're Southern Yankee is because we're, we're both from the south and, you know, from the north. And yeah. uh, the thing that really differentiates Houston and, and, and people around here is, is just that community vibe where, hey, I like what you're doing. I want to help that. I'm coming. So yeah. much support, so much yeah. support from even, I mean, greater Houston area. I mean, we have so many people that have specifically just been like, oh my gosh, I, like, I heard about you. Like, let me come up and, and just, even just getting a beer from us is, is supporting. But we've had people that have asked us specifically, you know, when can we come in and buy our mug club? Because they want us to stay there. You know, yes. they want us to stay yeah. in that location. And so I'm, I know I'm very excited. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine there, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, just getting the brewery open is exciting enough. I mean, I, I could only yeah. <laughs> we, we, last week we had Klaus. Yep. Yeah. Um, Their they grand opening is uh, this weekend. Their October this this Oktoberfest yeah, is this, this week, this Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations to them. So they yes. were on and it's just always just one of the things that just amazes me is, you know, talking to people and and all the work that gets put into opening up a brewery. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot of blood, sweat, lot. and tears. Yes, a lot of tears, <laughs> a lot of waiting. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wait, we're, we're, we're open. Yep. We, yeah. We, we, uh, we've actually, I mean, we thought we were waiting a long time. Um, we, we, we heard from a few people, like, that they didn't know we were going to be there because we opened so fast. You know, we, we started construction, you know, after the landlord put the walls June up. June 1st, on, yeah. Like, June 1st or right about there. Yeah. And we're That's open, fast. you know, a couple months <laughs> later, and it's like... And my first brew day yeah. was September 9th, so we yeah. had our system in and our glycol piping that we built ourselves, yeah. you know, we had everything but the bar area done, all the brewery done by uh, September 9th, and that's... I started knocking out some stuff, so... We could have good beers when we open. You Sounds know? like you guys had a pretty solid plan in place. Team as well. So yeah. we, we, had we had a, a really good team. Good yeah. team. Great team. And the plan got broken many times. But, <laughs> yes. but where, where it starts, if you, I mean, anybody that wants to open a brewery, you got to have a good team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, and, and luckily for us, our team is also our family, so it's really hard to fire anyone. So everybody argues, <laughs> right? But yeah. nobody can, like leave because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're still yeah. there there's always yeah. arguing amongst family yeah. so it's just it's like we're gonna argue about oh, this yeah. Yeah. yeah so we 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 luckily had um i've been brewing professionally for about three and a half years uh, my dad's been homebrewing for 25 plus so like before i was born he had been making horrible brews in college <laughs> <laughs> and so he he had some base knowledge and then i went and, and did school and alex he has a mba so he has a lot of the business background and my mom she was an rn and so she really knows personality like getting close to people and and making that tap room not just a tap room but we're trying to make it like a second home and maybe that's you know sounds a little alcoholic but <laughs> but you know it's it's you're you're going to have a beer with your family exactly you know? if you're gonna have family. a second home i mean yeah, you might exactly. as well be at a brewery yeah 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 that's good and then if anybody needs any chest compressions or an iv there you go she's got you it's right there you so you, you say that she actually so there, there, there's there, there's, so there's, there's a freaking car wreck directly in front of the brewery like you know a week before Gone. we open 
And I mean, my mom, bless her heart, she doesn't even think. She, she just runs goes. across the road, checks to make sure that the guy who plowed into this, the, the back of this other little car, knocked knocked the car, like skidded the car like a 50 like feet, feet, 50 feet ahead, like right? And, and she just pulls her, she opens the door, you know, makes sure his head is stable, makes sure he's, you know, still responding to, you know, stimuli. And, and, you know, she's out there, and we're just sitting there like, what, what happened? <gasps> we don't know what's you know, going on. Talk about Should a first, a natural first yes. responder. Yeah. That's my mom. It's so, <laughs> it's actually really nice, because, I mean, think of every construction project you've ever thought you could do really easily, right? Just like home improvement. Like, oh, I'm going to move this cabinet. You know, you break yourself. Like, there's yeah, something that goes wrong. There's something... Imagine that, but like building everything in a brewery. Like my dad actually today is having a, a hand surgery because he accidentally drilled a drill into his hand and like broke Ouch. a nerve. Yeah. So, now, and she was there to react to immediately. Her, yeah. To be fair, my dad recognizes that the idiocy. that was a really dumb move. <laughs> yes. Hold, so you're holding, holding something a, while holding you're drilling thing. through it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. Uh, uh, We've you know, all hey, done that before. Hey, military guy, line of fire. Watch it. <laughs> yes. I, lo you, I love you, Dad, but that was dumb. I will I will give credit. Like, yes, he may have done that stupid thing, but he also, like, is an amateur yeah. Yeah. welder and construction worker, and he was the oh, basis yeah. of everything we did he, in the brewery. He's like the for technical sure. consultant for everything we've done. Like, you know, he, he's, he's been working, you know, he comes and works on weekends with us, mm -hmm. but... Uh, during the week, you know, my, my dad's experience, he grew up as a contractor working for his dad. Yeah. And his experience has basically let us do most of the build out ourselves. By ourselves. You know, he, I, I call That's him up nice. and say, hey, dad, I need to do this. And he's like, okay, do this, that, and the other. Buy this and, and you know, okay, mm -hmm. maybe I, it's not perfect, but it <laughs> yeah. works. You know? Lowe's then, knows us by name. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. you walk in. Yeah. Like, Hello, how's the brewery coming along? Exactly. Right, well, exactly. we need more wood. Yup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you yeah. joke. No, but but <laughs> actually though, for this little place here, Drink of Ages, when we're building it out, it was and just like sitting here and all of a sudden it's like, uh, man, are we really two two by sixes short? <laughs> Who did this math? Damn yeah. it! Unfortunately, we were not ever short for things. We were uh, grossly over. You know, overcounted for most things. Well, so we yeah. returned a lot. Yeah. So, so we we finance these things completely ourselves, right? So it's basically us, and you know, luckily the government, small business administration does SBA loans, right? Yeah. So to get an SBA loan, you have to itemize everything oh you're going to buy with that money. So six right? months before, yeah. you have to count out everything yeah. that everything you're going to actually buy. use. Yeah. Exactly. So we go and do that. And, oh, hey, look at this. You've never built a brewery. Half of that is wrong, right? So, government so, doesn't know that. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. No. And, and no. here's where I'll give a free props to Lowe's. They take things back, which it's is wonderful. nice. It's mm. so very, wonderful. Very, very nice. But, you know, we, we, we changed our design, you know. I mean, of course, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You've built this place out. I mean, we, we were starting, so we built our own refrigerator. Mm -hmm. we, uh, we did a, a double stud wall with nine inches of foam. You know, around this the entire one of his, interior. Very uh, great stories, and yeah. also one of the biggest lessons learned. Yeah, <laughs> because okay. he didn't listen. That's, no, 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 that's no, no, with no. any great story. There's usually <laughs> a lesson learned. So, 
So end result, you know, is we have an awesome 10-foot refrigerator. Absolutely. It's beautiful. Beginning of it, right? Yeah. We think, okay, we're going to do an 8-foot tall refrigerator and we'll be fine. You know, we'll fill it with foam. Okay. We I get into it and we're that. like, oh, well, you know, 8-foot refrigerator, that can only take two stacks of kegs. All right. Let's three do three-stack kegs. Okay, let's return that half pallet of, or, or you know, half of a trailer of lumber that we yep. just bought to build out That's the eight, eight foot, foot right? instead of ten. Get feet. that. Then we say, okay, it's built. All right, what are we gonna? We're gonna insulate this thing with. Well, we were gonna, we're gonna do uh, some some contractors gonna spray some foam in the wall. It's gonna be really nice. Do the pressure pressure foam, fill all the crannies, and I and I, and me, Alex. This is this is my. Um, Excellent thoughts. Lesson learned. That's going to be too expensive. <laughs> let's let's fill it with styrofoam, you know, boards, <sighs> right? So I go to Lowe's and I think I'm pricing out with the thickness that uh, we're going to need, you know. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, we're going to save like two grand. <laughs> no. We, we, no. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, we did. What? Why two grand? Huh? We no, saved- we didn't. Oh, okay, we save no money. So we save no money. We save no money, and we also <laughs> and added a like a month ass. of yeah. cutting foam. My goodness, that was. De- <laughs> if you're listening, that is a don't messy ever do that. endeavor, right there. <laughs> foam does not cut cleanly, and, it, no. and you can't sweep it. You can't and do anything with it. And there's little little foam balls that just is everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> so I see. I I have like in my drains, right? So my drains are beautiful, like. The contractors, the the one thing that they did was like the floors, and they're they're beautiful. But there's these dang <laughs> foam balls that are just in there, and they will never disappear because it's it's like glitter. Yeah. It just stays there, yeah. and it's never gonna it go will away. Always be It'll there. always be there. Remind you of your horrible mistake. Well, no, no. Yeah. At least with glitter, you know, you remember <laughs> that fun night. Where you there the you go. That's, that's true. true. Yeah, that, that that was a good party. But yeah. sorry, can I say yeah. that on the radio? Oh, okay. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. uh, most of us are out of beer, so let's get another beer. If we get oh, yeah. back, we'll talk more with Southern Yankee Beer Company. This is Drink of Ages. Stay tuned. Sitting here with Sean from Platypus, and man, I want to say congratulations on your anniversary. And man, I had some of that Space City Coconut Porter, 5.6%, delicious. I know you can find that around town. And another one, man, was a Granddaddy Perp. Sean, tell us about that beer. Yeah, it's a Blackberry IPA, 7.3%, uh, quite unique for Houston and proven to be extremely popular with our guests. It's a great tasting IPA. Well, something else popular that you guys do is the Surf and Turf Wednesday nights. Yes, I mean, Aussie in Texas, so what else would we do for a steak night but put a couple of prawns on it? So a 12-ounce rib filet with uh, a couple of prawns and and a pint of your choice, all for $20. And then what's the happy hour special you guys have? Yeah, every Thursday and Friday evening from 4 till 7 p.m. There'll be happy hour, some brew tours for those who are interested, and uh, come down and uh, enjoy. All right, stop by Platypus right here just off of Washington, real close to downtown. Come grab some pints and man, grab a steak, some prawns.
We are back here at Drink of Ages Pub. Uh, you listen to ESPN 97.5. I'm John Demme, your host. DJ Muscratch, the producer over here, playing none but the badass music. Come and drinking the beer today. Dude, he's, he's feeling a little frisky, man. He's, so Muscratch runs sound over House of Blues and had a good show last night. That uh, yeah, he's he's still recovering from. He's like, man, I need a beer. It was so good. So he's he's uh. Well, now Couldn't get one two. last night. And now he's double fisting. Man, well, you know, Southern Yankee Beer Company is our, is our guest. We have Alex and Sydney, brother-sister combination, big family brewery. Yeah, yep. if you're just tuning in, you missed, like, a nice little history you know, about how <laughs> it all started. And um, it, it actually, honestly, it didn't sound like there was too many emergency room visits. Not too many. So I think there was only one, honestly, when it, in all yeah. four, mu- four months. And that was like last and it, week. And it was in putting the tables together, yeah, not like was, anything big. It was just like. I mean, I do yeah. have a few scars from that are like given. I mean, yeah. when you touch freshly welded steel, it doesn't feel great. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it has um, got a scar that looks like Missouri. I it's do. awesome. On my arm now. <laughs> it's really strange. And then on my shin, I have a scar that looks like West Virginia. All right. From yes. hot West water. Virginia. Before or after the schism? I think it's before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a... Uh, well, you know, your mom's a nurse, so, you know, if something happens, she's there to butterfly or whatever needs to happen. There you and go. give us a talking to. Yep. Yes. Uh, Shame us while fixing us. Yeah. See, my wife's a nurse. She's an RN. And... Yeah. And apparently she behaves completely different at the hospital than she does at home (laughs) because at home, I'd be like, oh, man, I'm bleeding. (laughs) Look, my finger's missing. (laughs) Seriously, I can't call because my finger is not there. And she's like, okay. (laughs) And she's like, you're fine. It's like, no, man, I need to It'll all work out. That's because she's on break. There you go. That's that's exactly right, yes. I mean, do you want to be called for a beer at, you know, 4 a.m. just because, you know, your wife wants a beer? No. Maybe. No, you're on break. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds if, like a good at time. At 4 o'clock in the morning, it's going to be a real good time. All right, well, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but let's talk beer for a little bit, because uh, the first beer we had was uh, what we had on what we have on tap here, the Juice Pops. Yeah. So, juicy IPA. Uh, very easy drinking. Yes. The Juice Pop is supposed to be one of those, not maybe not intro beers, but it's one of those... Um, beers that people that maybe don't like beer would still go into, but all the craft beer nerd heads would still be like, yeah, this is good, right? I, I tried to do a classic combination of Citra and Mosaic, but the, the Belma hops on top of that gives us like this strawberry melon, like it's like a curvature, right? I don't know how else to describe it. Is when you When you taste it, it's not harsh citrus. It's like this smooth little top of berry and, and you know, bright kind of tasting. You know, with um, a lot of the hazy IPAs coming out, uh, you'll get them all from all over, uh, just one spectrum of a hazy IPA mm-hmm. to the other, where it's all it's like this big juice bomb, yeah. or, you know, then you get some that, you know, kind of finishes that weird Brady taste to mm-hmm. it that probably shouldn't be there hot burn. uh then you get a lot to have the hot burn yeah, yeah that, that might be not quite ready to go out just yet uh which the juice pop was 
just a very nicely balanced and just finishes so smooth and easy. Well, that, thank you. That's yeah, what it, I was going for. It made me drink another one. There you <laughs> that's go. What happened? That's what that's what I want. I want you to enjoy the first, then be like, mm, yes, and then go for a second. That's exactly what I want. Well, you pulled a growler out and mm -hmm. poured the red rye. So it's the Red X Express. The Red X Express. Yes. Um, it's a red rye. It has about 10, 15%. I honestly don't remember the exact number, but it's uh, 10, 15% rye. So it has a little bit of that pumpernickel, a little bit sweeter some and slight some spicy, sweet a little bit. spice. And there's a, a, we put a little bit of those caramel malts. So you get a little bit of those like roasted kind of toffee sweetness on top of that. And that. The, the name comes from the Red X malt, and a lot of people don't actually know about the Red X malt, and it's a Wireman malt. Yeah, I don't know about it. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful malt. It, you it gives sit there and you. Eat it? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've ever eaten malt, but I've eaten malt a lot of malt, yes. Is like just this magic little breakfast snack for me. Unless when it's I'm, black malt. Well, no, that, I don't want to eat bitter and. Yeah, yeah, that like yeah. black patent. Yeah, yeah, that one lingers on the tongue a little bit. I don't bit. know if I want burnt, yeah. burnt get, toast. Get, you know, we got Halloween coming coming up in a couple of weeks. Give the kids you don't like some black malt. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> there you go. Yes, just put it together. Yeah, honey Here's malt. A little black malt ball <laughs> for you. Honey malt was one that I ate a whole lot, mm, and yes. any of the caramel yes. malts was just like just breakfast. So this this guy, this Red X Express, is going to be definitely have a little bit of those caramel malts. I didn't want it to be cloying. I didn't want it to be sticky on your mouth. I, I wanted it to be the sweetness of that red, with with a little bit of the spice from the rye. But it, I still wanted it to be drinkable at the end of the day. And sometimes when you get reds, they just they linger a little bit too long. They they kind of stick to your mouth. And so I wanted this to be a drink. You experience it, and then it goes away. And then you drink another sip of it, and you get a whole nother like experience from the beer itself. You, can, you can just continuously experience it instead of it sticks. You know. Yeah, it's it's definitely I'm continuously experiencing. Experience. <laughs> it's, it's slowly going away, yes. just like you described. Yes, it's a drinkable beer. Again, I think people underrate drinkability. I, I, um, I think I would like to propose, and, and I don't have the math for this yet. I'd like to propose that we replace the IBU scale oh with a drinkability scale. Heck yeah! I, I, oh hell yeah! I would I would absolutely love that. I. I'm not going to allow myself to go into my little personal IBU rant because I have one and I've said it to many people, but I hate the IBU on, on beer menus. But if you have a drinkable or like maybe a perceived bitterness or something like where you can actually taste it, I would love it. I would I was about love to say, that. I don't think we have them on there, but actually yeah. we do. But it doesn't really... It doesn't tell anything about the beer. It doesn't really tell... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it I doesn't mean, tell it, you about the malt. It doesn't yeah. tell you about the alcohol. It, it, I guess what I've always described it was it gives you an idea yes. of what it could be. A conception yes. of the beer. Yeah. Yes. So if you see if you see anything over 50 IBUs yeah. and it's under a certain ABV, then you can kind of go, well, might be a little hoppy but you yeah. see 110 ibu on a nine percent and it might be as malty as can be exactly yep. so i i think that um what's ibus on the ten and a half we got brewing oof. right now the i have a ten and a half uh 
I uh, percent double IPA that's still in the tank. That's like a double and a half. It, it, it's more like a triple. It's a triple. <laughs> it's a tip We're getting there. It's a tip <laughs> yes. Um, it's the IBUs on that is closer towards ninety, but it's stupidly smooth. And I, I think that you know if you have an IBU scale on the on the menu, it would. It well serves people that know what that means. But then there's people that kind of think they know what that means. And then they're afraid of trying something that they might like, you know, because they, they're afraid of what it might be. Right. Yeah. yeah. Too strong, too bitter. Too bitter. And you know? I don't like bitter beers. It's like, exactly. uh, all right, let's talk about that for a minute. And then you're in like a 45-minute conversation with somebody. <laughs> Trying to convince them, like, no, it's not bitter. Just, it's just, just honestly, like, All right, stop. Let's talk about drinkability. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly yeah, the, what it just, is. Just, we can sit there and look at it all day long, but just taste it and then yeah. tell me what you yeah. think about it. Exactly, exactly. So I, I want to brag on Sydney a little oh, bit. Uh, th- this beer that you're drinking right now, the Red X Express, this batch, this is the second beer she ever brewed on our, on our, on our now commercial system. Yeah. <laughs> The drinkability of this is really high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am extremely critical of myself and my beers. Um, well, you, you mentioned earlier you have uh, several years of beer experience. Yes. And you, when I was kind of reading through your bio, I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot of training. There's a lot involved with this. So kind of go through, like, where does this experience come from? <laughs> So I, I brewed, so, okay, so the base of it is actually our dad. Our dad, Jess Porter, he has been home brewing since before I was born, since uh, he was in college with some of his friends. And it's been a 25, 26-ish yeah, yeah. year experience of him playing with stuff. So, like, when we were younger and you see people, like, out, like, family adventures actually our family adventure is sitting in lawn chairs and brewing beer in our driveway so like that's he, he didn't let us drink that much but you know it's, just, <laughs> you gotta it's taste it, i mean yeah. i i yeah. physically learned how to pour a good beer when i was like probably eight so that my dad would just be like hey sydney go go get me a beer and i would pour it properly you thought that was a great you know? trick that's it was a good trick well you know? i mean i think it's something every eight-year-old should know <laughs> Yeah, I didn't try to raise my kids right. <laughs> there you go. And so we we had a, a base of an appreciation of good beer. And then um, I, I went through college. I have a, a Bachelor of Science, and I got bored with labs because that sucks. It's not that it's exciting. It's not fun. Uh, uh, and so I worked at a brewery in Connecticut for about a year and a half. And during that time, I went to the American Brewers Guild in Connecticut, or not Connecticut, Vermont. Uh, and it's a six month long program and they give you an internship and you go through and you learn everything from like how malt is actually kilned to the engineering of your actual brew system and like learning the math of the weights and the, in the, the liquids and everything else. And then it also, and, and then it goes to like food pairing with beer. So like it goes through the entire process of what you need with beer and then it also gives you a physical aspect where you go into a lab and you and you learn how to do it. And I, I had the benefit of, of working in a brewery while I was doing that. And then I moved down to Texas and I worked at Carbach for a little bit. And then I worked at Platypus for a little bit. And uh, I'll let Alex tell this part, but like last year Alex got laid off and 
yeah. we, we went for it, you know. Yeah. It was unintentional, and it, it wasn't exactly when we planned, but it was kind of like one of those play-by-fire, like, you just go. Yeah, yeah, Sid, Sid uh, the first time I said this, Sydney was like, what? I'm not ready. <laughs> no, I'm not, I thought I'm not, I was I'm not, not ready. I'm, I'm not like, ready. I can't do this. So, like, yeah, like, managing. we had planned to open in uh, 2019, and, uh, well, anyway, I got, I got laid off from oil and gas construction in November. I'm, I'm sitting there at school. I'm, I'm going to Rice for my MBA. And, you know, I was, I was going to these, these recruiting events for really great jobs that I just did not want to do, <laughs> you know. And, and I'm just thinking, I, I, I do the math, make a business plan, and the numbers seem to work. You know, granted, I had to move home, you know, lease out my house, you know, there's <laughs> sacrifices yeah. you have to okay. make. Put Let's make these numbers pause. work. Yeah, yeah. there's sacrifices exactly. you have to make, but at the end of the day, we could do it now rather than later, which, you know, if, if you've ever considered starting a brewery, Ugh. doing it now is always way harder than it's, doing it tomorrow. It's, it's so hard. You know? <laughs> so, you know, we, we got Sydney on board and, you know... What, eleven months later? Was you know, it eleven I, months? I think we're we pretty. Yeah, it, it was November that so I got November, laid off, and that's yeah, where we pulled the trigger. October yeah. last weekend was our first weekend yeah. open. Yeah, that is really quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we're really so. Uh, if you if you ever come into the brewery, you'll meet one of the porters. You'll meet one of us, and it's a uh, genetic fact actually that we are stupidly stubborn, and we. All were like, we're gonna open on October. It's gonna happen. I, I thought I thought July. Yeah, originally he's a liar. because like, I was that was awful. I was ill-advised no. in my own head. In my head, I was like, <laughs> yeah, we'll open in January and it'll be a chill. Like it'll be okay. And then it, it, no. So we we, I mean, the last four months have been long, <laughs> and tiring, but. I think that we've come up with a good product. We've come up with a good tap room. It's not, you know, pieced together. It's it's created yeah. by us. I, I know this is, again, bragging on Sydney oh, a little bit. <laughs> but, look, we... What would you say? September 9th was your first brew? September 9th was my okay. first brew. Yeah. Okay, we opened on October 13th. What, less than five weeks after that yeah six, with 10 beers on tap and and well, i gotta tell you two of them were r&d batches yeah. so they were small we, we've got a small batch system but i gotta tell you you know sydney has vastly vastly exceeded our expectations and and i am the most proud older brother that i could possibly be oh <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that is good yeah yes and Thank so has the beer. That <laughs> is you. good point. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break because, well, I'm, I'm going to drink this really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and we'll try the next beer and talk about that in the next segment. Right. Drink of Ages. Talk about Southern, Southern Yankee Beer Company.
Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise? Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cash Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out at CashBranding.com. We are back. Hope everybody's having a great night tonight, being safe out there, drinking the good beers, of course. Yeah. We're at Drink of Ages Pub. You are listening to Drink of Ages Radio, which, yeah, oddly enough, they're named almost the same thing. <laughs> Not that I just had that revelation or anything. Yeah, but uh, Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive is where we are. Come by, have a pint with us, and man, we're hanging out with Southern Yankee Beer Company, Alex and Sydney. They're our guests this week. So we've tried a couple of the beers, and then all of a sudden you pour this beautiful, mm. nicely red-tinted color, almost purplish, smells fantastic, and where I had to go, all right, you know, we got to pace ourselves on this one because it's almost way too easy to drink. But that's the point. It's only 4%. All right, well, I'll be back. So it's, it's a refresher, <laughs> right? Yes. It's a palate cleanser. It's something that just, like, Ugh, like yes, it's 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 something that anyone can appreciate. It's uh, not super fruity, it's not super funky. It's just. But it's, it's blackberry, nice, right? It's a blackberry Belgian wit. Are, yes. are there are there enough salts in here that we could maybe compete with Gatorade? No, there's no salts oh, okay. in that one. Oh, Unfortunately, I mean, there's the salts enough in the in the Houston water, <laughs> right? So it's hard enough. But surprisingly enough, the placement that we're at when we're brewing is actually relatively soft compared to the rest of Houston, which is awesome for me because I get to play with some things. But it's it's hard enough that I don't have to add any softs to or salts to most water. Yeah. So a a, a, a friend of mine uh, named Stephanie, I won't I won't say her last name, but <laughs> she uh, she doesn't drink a lot of beer. Uh, she came and joined us uh, last Friday for our like friends and family pre-opening, and uh, you know the first you know, she's like, okay, what beer should I get? You know she she chooses one and, and then uh, the second beer she comes up she says Alex you didn't tell me you have pink beer <laughs> and and then she proceeds to drink like three of these things because this is like the gateway just, beer for non-beer drinkers just because know? it's pink doesn't well, okay. mean it's delicious so but I will tell it, you it that. also happens to be delicious it, also, it might be yeah. delicious it be very delicious <laughs> yeah. yes yeah. and a lot of times Things that are pink are delicious. That is true. It's <laughs> yeah. Nice yeah. and a little bit fruity, but not too sweet. You mm-hmm. know. 
Yeah. No, this is this is really good, and we didn't talk about the ABV at all until you mentioned it. That it's yeah. just over four percent. Just four percent. I mean, I really as okay. I, I I think that most you know beer nerds might say like, yeah, the higher ABV, like yes, it's beautiful. But when you talk to brewers, like people that actually make the beer, and and I don't know this about everybody, but the people that I've talked to is the lower ABV beers that still have amazing flavor. That's that's the that's the bread and butter for me. I, I like beers that I can have two or three and not, you know, need an Uber home. <laughs> right? I can still take, you know, a drive home, but I can have two or three beers and it's not gonna kill me. And this that's the that's this one. It's you can have three or four and still be the sober driver. <laughs> No, this is really good, and it was when we were talking in between the breaks. Uh, you know, you poured some of this, and I started drinking it. And again, it's like, all right, you gotta just pace yourself just a little bit. Yeah, but now very I'm learning drinkable. I don't have to pace myself. <laughs> with very this one. drinkable. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I I intentionally tried to make it so that I would, you know, it's not beer. It's not it's not fruit with beer. It's beer with fruit. You still get beer, but you get a little bit of that little tinge of blackberry that's just really nice. And I, I see Alex just pour it a little bit more and, and I, I have a personal pride in the head retention and the in the little creaminess on top that just makes me smile. Like that's one of those pet peeves is, is getting a beer that just sinks immediately. Yes. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's something that I've noticed with the, several of the breweries. Yes. That you pour a great beer and then there's no head. And it just kind of sinks. And it's like, oh, come on. And that's, that's I know for me, you can see in a lot of my beers that I personally try to not have that. Because... I really enjoy something that, you know, you can swirl and see those lacing, the little bit of, of stuff that sticks to the glass. And that's, and that's what I like. And it's not sure. just about the, the, the visual quality of it. I mean, that, those bubbles are popping aromas mm-hmm. in, in, right in your olfactory. Yeah. I mean, you know, a, a, a beer that is maybe perfectly carbonated but does not have the proteins needed to have a head yeah. is not going to give you the same flavor as, as what Sydney's talking about. If you, you can actually look, there's something called a retronasal olfactory system. And so if you drink a beer and you, you drink a sip and then before you breathe out, breathe through, out through your nose and you'll get a whole nother like layer of flavors and smells. Absolutely. And uh, one wonderful. of the things I tell people when we're just even sipping up here, like, okay, try the beer, smell it, taste it. Now kind of breathe in a little bit yep. as you're drinking it and breathe out and yes. you will get so much more of the flavors. It's a whole nother layer. And, and a lot of people don't recognize it. So like, I, I know when I, when I talk to people over there, I do the same thing, and I, t- and I teach them, like, just, just smell outwards when you yeah. swallow, and it's, it's like a whole layer of the beer that you've never discovered before. Yeah. This yeah. beer actually gets you know, a little slightly sweeter when you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what, what we did is we... So, actually, Sydney and I had this argument, right? So, <laughs> I, like, we've been building up this thing. We've spent, you know, a god ton of money. <laughs> and, uh, and, and uh, you know, Sydney says she wants to double the cost of our most expensive Just beer. Just with fruit. And make That's it. a fruited yeah. wit. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, 
No. What? No. Why do we need just just buy some you know Smucker's jam and no. toss it no. in? No. Like, no. No. Like, and, and and okay, so so she convinced me that uh, you know we need something that is going to provide a little bit of a fruity element on mm-hmm. our menu, right? Yes. Because you know. Uh, the whole philosophy that we have at Southern Yankee is that, is that we're going to find something for everyone. That's the goal. And if, there is a beer for everyone. Yeah, I agree that with that. Yeah. Yes. And, and I can there tell is. you, I can tell you from our first weekend, right? And and this is you know, a relatively small su- sample set, but our first weekend shows that having this fruited beer is going to introduce more people into craft than not having it. Yeah. So I am I'm very glad Sydney won that argument. <laughs> I should win all of the arguments, of course. Yeah, you win all the arguments, right? <laughs> yes. It's okay. It happens. I, mean, I had a sister also. Yes, I, I still do. Yeah, and, and yeah, I didn't. I just learned to not even argue. This is just go with it. Yeah, it's not even that I'm wrong. Just don't even just like don't even get to that point. It's like what? Oh no, no, you're right. That's good. Let's, let's barbecue. <laughs> that pretty much solves all yeah, problems. There you go. Yeah. Barbecue and uh, beers and tequila. So, John, John, tell me, um, do, you, do you get the reference of the name of this beer, the Shrubbery Knigget? <laughs> I do not. Oh, no. I know. You have and less culture than most people. Uh, oh, wow, that's I'm going to judge it. I'm going to judge it. No, that's fine. No, I'll, I'll take it. Shrubbery I'll take it. Knigget is from Monty Python's Holy Grail. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Because yes. the Knights of Knee must have a shrubbery. Yes. You will find us a shrubbery. <laughs> Man, you see, this is what happens when I start drinking. I forget. I forget these important cultural things. I'm sorry. It's very important. I mean, yes. It's very, very It's not even American, but, you know, the homeland, the, the English countryside. <laughs> yeah. The Monty Pythonacs. Well, yeah, I will say this. Most of the times that I watched Monty Python, I probably wasn't going to remember it anyways. (laughs) But I have watched it for sure. And that's respectable. I will say anybody that fully watches that movie, like, completely sober is like, what the hell are with the coconuts? (laughs) Dude, the coconuts. How? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Where a great going? movie. Come on back. I'll bite your legs off. I mean, I mean, it's only a flesh wound. <laughs> it's only a flesh wound. But that, that is the reference to this. And I, and I we, we honestly created the name before we created the beer. And so I was like, I have to have a beer with some kind of shrubbery in it. Like, yeah. it's required. Yeah. Yeah. It makes and sense. So that's when and we actually, got blackberries. So the first first night we opened, uh, so Sydney actually hadn't uh, broadcast that we were we we're gonna uh, serve this tap. because she kegged it like the day before we opened. But even yeah. so, first night we opened, uh, uh, one of our fans actually brought us a shrubbery. Yeah, no, no, that's a fact. Brought I actually a got a, a like a little <laughs> potted succulent as as a, a gift, and that I was like, oh my gift. gosh, you gave me a shrubbery for the shrubbery <laughs> yeah. can I get? Like this is beautiful. You need to get this beer for free. Like that's a fact. Like that, that, oh, that definitely deserves a free like, beer. It, you gave me a shrubbery. It had to happen. Yes. And, and also, more more importantly, she gets to uh, continue across Monty Python's quest. Of course. Toward you, the holy you, hand you try grenade. And go towards the holy grail. That's that's the goal of all life. Obviously. Was it a holy Absolutely. grail or holy hand grenade? I'm pretty sure holy grail. Okay. 
Well, the, the only hand grenade was in there somewhere. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, we have one more beer to try. Uh, should we take a break? Yeah. All right, let's take a break, yeah. and we get back where we'll have the... next the, one's the Imperial. Oh, uh, the Imperial. <laughs> yes. As the show goes downhill. <laughs> Drink of ages. Be right back. Our friends on the west side in Katy, No Label Brewing is throwing a party, an Oktoberfest party. Happening October 26th, No Label is transforming to Munich, Germany for one hell of a fest. Music, food, and of course beer with special brews just for the night. This is a 21 and up get down, so leave the little ones with someone and party it up. Get more info and tickets at nolabelbrew.com and we will see you out on the polka floor. <laughs> Hey, you are listening to Drink of Ages Radio. We are sitting here at Drink of Ages Pub, hanging out with Southern Yankee Beer Company. Sydney and Alex are, are hanging out with us. Uh, it's been a great time. Glad you guys stopped by. Uh, congratulations on on open. Before we get to this beer, yes. I want to get this out of the way because yes. I feel like I feel like that um, uh, as this segment goes, um, I'm probably going to forget a few things. <laughs> so. Oh, this is this is really good. So this is the mole. Mole, mole, mole. Mole, mole. So mole. it's the mole imperial stout. So it's not super high BV like it is like some mole or imperials imperial stouts. I can't even talk anymore now. Um, it it's nine point three percent. So it has a little bit of that like alcohol booziness. But it ha- we put chocolate, coke, or so we put cocoa nibs, coffee, vanilla, cinnamon, and anchon chilies in an imperial stout. And we aged it for a little bit, for a hot minute. And the, the next step for us as a business is I'm going to take this recipe and bourbon barrel age it for about two months. But well, that'll be probably January. So it's not, it's not it yet, but it, it's, it's in, the, in the docket. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna say that it's going to get much better, <laughs> but and then you said bourbon barrels is yeah. like okay, that's gonna add a whole another <laughs> another layer of greatness. This it's is so this is smooth. phenomenal. This is very very tasty. Thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a recipe between my dad and I collaborated on this. It's he he's been making recipes for a very long time. It's been about 25 years. Uh, I've been creatively tasting things for quite a while. I haven't been making recipes for that long, but I like mixing stuff. And so his classic recipes combined with my, I'm going to put stuff in this combination. Uh, that's there's, what's created this beer. Well, there, yeah. there's a lot involved with this beer. And we're drinking it really cold right now because we just yeah. pulled it out of the cooler. So I'm interested to see how it warms up. If I get more of the ancho and the chilies yeah. come out. Because I get a little bit of cinnamon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but I'm not... Yeah, I think those will really come out. But this is uh, for such a big Personally, beer. for me, when it warms up, I get... A little bit of more of that anchon chili. It's not it's not spicy, but it's just like a hint 
of that little bit of like, ooh, yes, this is this is There's really There's nice. something there. Yeah, it's like, ooh, I my need mouth to eat another taco. Just, <laughs> I'm happy. I want something spicy. And the and the chocolate is the big forward one here. Is the cocoa? It's not sweet, but it gives you that like dark chocolate, roasty, smooth, just really nice. But beer. it's it's not a heavy beer. No. That, which is no. nice because uh, a lot of the big imperial stouts. I didn't want it to be. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's not a big heavy bodied beer. I didn't want it to stick to your mouth. I didn't want it to be like, oh, I have two sips and I'm like, ooh, that was enough. I want you to have three sips and be like, ooh, I want to savor this yeah. for another whole glass. What? Well, yeah, you know? exactly. Like, like that's and that's really the philosophy on a, on most of our drinkability. Beers. Yeah, drink it. The drinkability expert. Full index. circle now. Yeah. Full circle. <laughs> look, look, like. I mean, we, we want people to drink a mole and then go out to the food truck, get some tacos or whatever. Exactly. Come back in and drink two more mole cousins. You yes. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we're not trying to fill somebody up on the most epic but most filling beer ever. Yeah. I want your taste buds to be titillated. I want them to be to excited. And, Word of and, the month. Is it titillated? titillated? Yes. <laughs> yes. So I want them to taste it and be like, oh my gosh. Like, I want you to like savor it, right? But I don't want your whole mouth to be coated and like that's all you're drinking. And that's that's done. all that's done, right? Well, we started off with a yeah. hazy IPA. Yes. Then we went to a rye. Rye. A red rye. A red rye. A red rye. And then we went to a fruited wit. Yep. Uh, a wit with fruit. Yes. And now we're drinking it, and every one of them has such a distinct flavor, and nothing was lingering. Yeah. As soon as you drank a little bit more of the, as soon as you drank the next I one. I want you to ask the, for more. Yes. That's what it is. It was, uh, the, the, the last one I yeah. drank was gone. So yeah. nothing, it's a, I think we talked about your beers finishing really dry, mm -hmm. and just makes them where you, you drink it and you don't have that lingering taste yeah. on your tongue. You don't have like a syrupy feelings or any of that. Very clean. And that was my goal. So I'm, I'm glad you you've done well. <laughs> so I, again, this is uh, round three of uh, Alex oh, bragging on Sydney. Sydney is 25 is years old. She's 25. And, and, and this beer right here was like round what? Seven of your of your brewing on our system. It was the uh, mean, it, seventh beer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's. We are astounded. We are astounded. Well, it sounds like you brewed a whole lot. What size system are you guys brewing on? It's a three point five barrel system. It's uh, small enough to do the weird stuff without a lot of money going into it. That's what I liked personally. Yep. Um, I have a, a, a lot of ex not a lot I, I won't claim a lot I have experience on professional and on home brewing equipment because I've done it with myself I've done it with my dad I've had wonderful mentors in the industry that that has taught that have taught me how to work with the different equipment that I'm given yeah so we're, one of the things that uh, we have we've set a goal right and, and your listeners can challenge us on this, but uh, we, we've set a goal that for the next however many weeks, every single week, we will release a new beer. That's my goal. Yeah. Every single week. We've got 10 Weather. beers on tap right now. <laughs> we've got four beers that are ready in the next two weeks. Yeah. Uh, including a double IPA, a Hoppy Kolsch, a Black Stout, yep. and... 
What was the last one? Oh, oh a, a, ginger, a true ginger beer, which yes. may be terrible. Yeah, you have I have no, no idea. idea. I don't know no if idea. you know what the Play-Doh scale is, <laughs> but um, it finished at, at 0. 0.6 Play-Doh. Wow. So it's very dry. Very dry. I have no idea if it'll taste good, yeah. but we're trying it. So at yeah. my, my personal goal is to both give somebody something new to try every single time they visit us. And then I, 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 if someone tells me like, oh, I don't like craft beer, I'm like, well, you gotta try the right one. Yeah, let's let's find, find something, something that, you want. yes, yeah. that you will like. So yeah. I personally love saisons. Saisons are like, oh gosh, if you tell me saison, I'm just like, mm, speak to me more, please. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I the, love it. It's the Arizona green tea of beer. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, nobody I is it. not gonna like that. Saisons are, they can be malty and they can be hoppy and they can be sour, they can be sweet, they can be spicy, they can be herby, they can be dry, they can be sweet. It's like saying, I want an ale. I'm like, thank you. That's not any helpful whatsoever on what you want. But a saison, that's, and and so my next big thing is um, after I do a Hefeweizen series that I'm coming up with. So it'll be a Hefeweizen, a Weizenbach, mm. some of those richer, a little bit of clovey. Those some bananas. Tea, some bananas, something yes. like that. My next one after that will be a Saison series. And my Saison series, I like getting weird. So that's... My dad reins me back a little bit because he likes classic styles. I like it in weird. And so some of the ones, I'll just give you a little hint of the things that I like Don't to do. Don't take that out of context, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I, I, so a couple of the ones that I already have a recipe for and I'll be doing, it'll be an orange and ginger saison, a honey jalapeno saison, and a dark Christmas saison. Saison. I don't know why, but all of a sudden I wanted chicken wings. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. So you just said uh, the honey holly, I'm like, chicken wings? Oh, what? Chicken Hold wings. on. We're, yeah, uh, we're so. working on a chicken wing lager. That's <laughs> false. I'm not, yeah. That's false. <laughs> I'm not putting chicken in a beer. I mean, you can have chicken paired with beer, but... Hey, it'll, all, you know, it'll all end up cooking eventually. Yeah, yeah. it all goes to the same place. Just don't ever dry chicken beer. <laughs> <laughs> dry I don't think that's healthy. Probably not. Hey, well, unfortunately, we do have to wrap up the show. Um, uh, but we're not done. We're going to hang out and drink a lot more beer yeah. and uh, enjoy some Drink of Ages. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, again, thank you guys for stopping in. Southern Yankee Beer Company, 45 1960, just east of 45, uh, between Hardy and, and, and 45. And, and, yeah, and 45. <laughs> right across from Jack in the Box. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, like, uh, actually. I know yeah. where that Jack in the Box is. Uh, north side of town. Go check them out. I mean, if you're anywhere downtown, you can be there in no time. Uh, yeah. Check, the tap room's open Thursday, Thursday through Sunday. Thursday yes. through Sunday. Find them um, websites. SouthernYankeeBeer.com. And there's some good bios in there, too. Yep. So, you know, you get to learn a little more about the people we're talking to. And the beer. And the beer. And the beer. So, But get up there, try some flights, get some pints, and uh, I'm, I'm telling you, you guys definitely want to come check this brewery out. All the beers were excellent. And before I finish this nice <laughs> mole out, uh, I want to thank all of our sponsors and... 
Oh, well, definitely go Astros, but um, Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. Go out there and find some. Oktoberfest is over in Munich, but it's not over in Houston, so get it while you can. It's going to be a few minutes before you see it again. Lederhosen in California lasts until July. <laughs> uh, it's a dirndl dropper is what I'm looking for. So, yes. Yeah, you can listen to any of the old shows by going to drinkofages.com, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, different places. And like, like we said, like Muscrash said, go Astros. Everybody be safe out there and talk to everybody next week.